Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I will be your host, your dungeon master, and your guide to the apocalypse. Uh, tonight, I am joined by Jared, Graham, and Dylan. And if you joined us last week, uh, you know that this is uh, this is this is the end, boys. Why don't you uh, Why don't you talk a little bit about what happened last week, and uh, let's get into it. Uh, everything ended. Uh, hey there, Jared here, cutting off Graham there. I mean, I'm not first, so. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Jared, playing Johnny Law, the bird guy with the hat that he threw in the portal that won everything. Fedora hats, everybody. Uh, I'm Graham, I'm playing politician Dennis Stanson, who was kind of just... Uh, around for the finale, and then the hat portal thing happened, and he was just—he was still there. He had—he had some friends, some friends along the way that he didn't expect to have, who are uh, gonna—I don't remember what you had bugs say, like let's kill the fucking world or something, whatever that was. Yeah, it sounds about right. Kill the world. Fuck sure. It. I'm Dylan. I'm playing Fujiwara Seimei, and I became—I became a man last week. Not in the way you might expect. <laughs> uh huh. I I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, someone will have to explain it to me later. Well, you see, you were there. Yeah, but I, that's not it, <laughs> that's not in my memory. Here's what I remember: uh, there was a tower. <laughs> we figured out for a lo- or we were <laughs> deliberated for a long time about these people that were upstairs, and then we were like, nah. And then we went to this other place, and they were like, oh, there's some cav- caves down there. Do do do. So we went down the caves uh, and found the other evil guys, and that's when the hat thing happened. And bing, bang, boom, we ended up in portal room. Holy shit, that rhymed. And then yeah. And the, 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 the sacred beast god thing helped us out. Happy ending. I, I like how you say that we debated on going into the room when it was just you for a okay. long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Well, like, all of the other members of the party were there except for the two PCs. So I guess, yes, it was me. <laughs> and a bunch of, of NPCs. But that's what happened. I don't think I really missed much. We avoided the fight with the with the fedora of uh uh boss defeating. I mean, that's certainly certainly a way to put it. I don't think it's the it's probably not the right way. I mean, it's definitely not the right way. We're putting a lot of emphasis on the fedora. I just want that when the history books are written, I want them to know that the true hero of the story was the fedora that was just sleeping on his head. The whole campaign, <laughs> waiting for its moment to strike. See, again, we're putting a lot of emphasis on the fedora. It checks out it was to me. The, it was the feathers. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but they're attached to a fedora. I mean, the feathers wouldn't have been thrown in there without the fedora, so I guess you're right. I mean, you know, it's just some James Bond stuff, you know, odd job style. I didn't didn't make it up, but we, you know... We uh, elaborated on the odd job style of storytelling. I don't know. I got nothing else. Oh, wait. No, no, no. One other thing. Dennis got turned to stone. Yep. It, it did happen. But then we brought him back. I almost stone. put his soul into uh, Bug, but then he got turned back. You almost <laughs> tried to do that. I was not about that. 
I don't know. I think it could have gone only horribly wrong. Hey, that trick has worked well for me four times out of five. I've tried it. You're right. <laughs> There's an important party we're not hearing from there, though. It's the four or five people who it was done to. Uh, yeah. We don't know what happened to the souls of those people whose bodies are just now soulless. They're fine. But anyway, he was he was returned from Stone so that the romance between Dennis and Johnny can continue on. They can read more sultry books. Yeah. With saucy titles. And do nothing else. Yeah, that's what we do. And throw, yeah, no more hats to throw. Well, there was only the one hat. We would continue, you would continue throwing hats, but there just aren't any more hats. Yeah, if we ever do another Fractured World thing, episode one's going to have to be us going to the hat store. (laughs) (laughs) That was step one. And I wish that was the first time that was a thing in our podcast, but we've been to a hat store before. It's true. It's 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 not. like you've got a thing for hats. I, yeah, apparently, I'm a hat guy. I'm like the Amy Schumer with a hat of of warblers. Oh, it was a throwback to a a joke I made a long time ago about how I'm. I think vomit and urine jokes are funny. And then I I said I was the Amy. Yeah, Schumer. Yeah, you said you were the Amy Schumer of the podcast. That's what it was. It landed, so it stuck in my head. Uh, but yeah, now I'm the hat guy. I'll take the hat guy, I guess. I would rather be a hat guy than an Amy Schumer guy. I was kind of blending the two of them. You know, Amy Schumer as a hat salesman. Which you probably would imagine she's some kind of cobbler with a name like that. Right? But... Uh, absolutely. Like, she has to be a cobbler. Like, she must des- descend from cobbler. She doesn't have to only do hats. She can do shoes and hats. <laughs> Amy Hatton Schumer. <laughs> Hatton Schumer. Yeah. That's a, that's a really, that's definitely not an off-putting name for a store. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, store names are not our forte. What are you talking about? Mr. G's store name is perfect. That's true. The joke has been made several times. But that's what happened last week. <laughs> we uh, we pick back up. You guys have just escaped, or well, not really escaped, but you have just left planet Nubla. You are flying in space on the Seraphic Sapphire, which has been renovated and fixed over the last about week and a half that you guys have been planet-side. Some time passes, you guys reconvene with the crew, you get resettled in, you collect your bearings, Fuji, you move into a room, same deal with uh, Izzo and uh, Silver. Is Izzo the weird guy that's just with us? Yes, the Naga, who is still here. Okay. Yes. Yeah, dude. Johnny just has, like, you know, he draws in all the friends. Me and Snake Boy have never been here before. I've never met most of these people before. You are given the grand tour of the ship. You are shown the crew quarters. You are shown around. It takes you a little bit of time to get acclimated to the ship. You guys are flying through space at light speed for a couple of days. When you finally get a transmission, you hear a, well... Everybody, I guess, but Dylan, hears a familiar voice over the loudspeaker. Hello? Uh, hello? Is, is anyone there? Crew of the Seraphic Sapphire, can you hear my voice? And with that, you all rush to the bridge. I have a question. Yeah. 
if we're traveling at the speed of light, how are we receiving a transmission? Does the transmission move faster than the speed of light? I'm focusing on the wrong things. Let's ignore If that. it's coming from the opposite direction, it would be going right at us. <laughs> yeah, it would almost overshoot us because we're moving so fast, but we have a great transmission receiver. <laughs> it's, it's, could set up. I mean, okay. we can, we can get into the nitty gritty bullshit, but it's, it, it doesn't matter. I actually have a theory about how this could work with light speed factored into it. Is this a rabbit hole worth going down? Because I'm kind of curious. It's definitely not. I mean, it also <laughs> took you two days to get this message because you're flying at light speed, was my thought here. So you get it Oh, wow, that would be... <laughs> I was going to say it could use quantum entanglement to have, like, messages transmitted through vibrations of particles that are quantumly entangled across distances but all right well now i'm sold i would like to see i would like to see the formula you made to calculate how we receive this message danger i'm good well there's also portals so maybe <laughs> two days yeah anyway, but i want i want to see the formula though okay hold on i'll type it in chat okay wait so if it took us two days to get this transmission does that mean it's going to take two days for them to hear our response <laughs> there you go i Graham, mean maybe Perfect. Is it a middle finger? I don't have Facebook up. Oh. <laughs> 69, 420. All right. I, oh, I can't argue with that. 69 divided by 420. <laughs> you um, get the message now. Danger. Perfect. So who who would be – whose job is this to answer the, the radio? Uh, it was mine on the way to the planet. I give you one fucking guess. It's Graham. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Dennis is on this one, because Johnny's just the bodyguard slash detective slash religious figure. Uh, is the the communications right on the bridge? I don't remember yeah. if it was on the bridge. Okay, it is. You basically have a comm station, uh, like a small computer. You're able to transmit the comms. You're able to bring up the uh, any video transmission, stuff like that. All right. Uh, is the cap is is Rex on the bridge? Oh yeah, dude. He's flying the ship. He's like pretty focused okay. on being, you know, in the middle of driving during light speed, and <laughs> and he says, "I don't know why Miss Moonseer is calling us, but let's not keep her waiting. Please bring up the comms, Senator." Okay. Uh, do I have to roll anything, or are we just no. good? I didn't. I didn't think so, but all right. Yeah, I'll bring that up. Beep boop bloop. Beep zorp morp. The transmission is now up on screen. You all see Alyssa Moonseer. Dylan, for you, since you haven't seen her before, you see a goddess in front of you, elvish in nature. She has long silvery hair that seems to almost look like a galaxy towards the bottom of it. She has one gold eye and one purple eye, and she has a tattoo of a third eye uh, in some sort of, like, flowing elven like purple ink on her forehead uh is this something i could make an intelligence check to see if i know anything about this person sure is everyone else on the bridge too yeah you guys are oh yeah okay yeah johnny came to the bridge one out of four you haven't seen anyone like this before or heard of anyone like this before but based on just like looking at her you definitely can tell that she is some sort of god. Probably where your companions come from. Okay. Some sort of foreign deity. Not related to you. Meh, fuck it. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I have the blood of gods in me too. Upon hearing this lady's voice, Johnny's hand immediately goes to the brand in his butt cheek. 
Yeah, like, you feel a little sting in your ass cheek again. Yes, he remembers when he <laughs> branded his ass. <laughs> well, she branded his ass. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was, like, his actions that led to the branding of yes, his ass. Yes, you taunted her, and she did it, and then you were like, why would she do that? It was, yes. This is the immersion we need. He remembers this as he touches the brand on his butt cheek. <laughs> so, the screen pops up and she goes, Oh, thank God, someone, someone finally answered. Oh, where, where are all of you now? Uh, is everyone in your crew safe? As far as we know. Uh, everybody that, uh, you know, matters. <laughs> we, we might be missing one. Uh, Mr. G, if it wasn't <laughs> obvious. I mean, it wasn't. There's a lot of people in uh, on on this end of the transmission, and a lot of unfamiliar faces. Are you what? What's going on? Where are you? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're on a spaceship, moving quickly. All right, Rex. Where are we going? You just called the captain by his first name on the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, he's an informal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, I saved the world with a fedora. Fuck rank. Yeah, I don't think I've ever called him Captain McMasters, and I don't think he's ever corrected me. I think I always just called him Rex. Yeah, he honestly is very easygoing for a captain. Yeah, dog, he sang us a song that one time. The only time he was super pissed was was when Boots tried to shoot a child as soon as you guys left, like, in- instantaneously. And he was like, alright, what the fuck? Yeah, there's no adults, I'm gonna shoot a kid! It's important to know where the where the line is, you know? So, figured that one out early. Yeah. And uh kids don't know don't shoot those. Only old folks. And maybe silver. He doesn't know. He just thinks that children are like terror goblins. It's true. Boots is no longer <laughs> people. He's with the he's with the uh people in the afterlife. Rex goes. Just flying away from that planet. Getting away from everything. I hadn't really thought about where to go next. Well, Captain, put these coordinates into your system. And fly here. And you see that she's in some sort of, like, high-tech room. It seems to be made out of, like, some sort of white, plasticky material. It's all very bright and very hard and, like, sci-fi. Okay. Yes. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to contact any of the other crews. Their comms have all gone out as well, and their signals have all gone dark. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to save the planet, so I have taken the mothership of the Blue Recluse, known as the Celestial Body, and I was currently bringing as many citizens off of the planet as I could fit. I would like you all to come meet up with me so we could discuss what happened. That sounds good to me. We'll, uh, we'll head to you. We'll see you when we see you. <laughs> Johnny is quiet. Because he's thinking about all of the family members and people that he knows potentially being dead. So he says nothing. (laughs) I also say nothing because I don't know any of these people and it's kind (laughs) of awkward. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Uh, You guys are all hanging out there uh, for a moment on the bridge when the transmission ends. Well, gentlemen, that's a bit of a bummer as far as that news goes. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we uh we didn't do it, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Is that what you- <laughs> I, 
I'm sorry about your homeworld. Yeah, what are you going to do? It sounds like uh, Miss Moonseer uh, got some civilians off the planet, so I guess we'll have to wait and see if, uh, if she got our loved ones or not. Not sure why she'd prioritize them with everyone else there, but I guess we can hope. Wait, Dennis, don't you like not like your brother or something? I mean, I don't wish, I don't wish he was dead, but if he is dead, whatever. Oh, what about all of your, uh, fuck, what? Constituents? Your constituents, thank you. <laughs> yeah, all, all your constituents. Oh, I've been dead. poisoned by them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys, I never cared about them from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, if I don't need to do what they want, I still have the money that they gave me. This is a win in my book. A true politician. The world is ending. Fuck all my constituents. I'm taking a spaceship off this bur this dying rock. No, they're all dead. I already knew about it, and I'm already in the spaceship, so fuck them. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> this seems quite bleak. Uh, so yeah, does Rex punch in the, uh, the new coordinates or whatever? Yep. You guys exit, uh, exit hyperspace and enter just regular travel speed. It takes you the better portion of the, the remainder of the day to get to the blue recluse mothership. You all fly up to it. It's a huge circular spaceship. It doesn't look like it moves very, very fast, but it looks extremely sturdy. It almost looks like a big blood cell. Like a big red blood cell, but it's okay. made out of white metal plates. Uh, as you approach it, you hear that Rex just goes, Authorization code 6624. Authorization code 69420. It was so hard <laughs> for me. Like, I, I held back because I wanted to do it. <laughs> and I didn't because I'm like, ah, it would be just as dumb. If I did it again, twice in the same episode, making that joke. <laughs> so, with that, you see a hole opens up, and you are inside of a large hangar. Well, uh, prepare your britches, boys. This might be the uh, ass-handing of a lifetime. I don't know if you remember what I said when we first met, but that planet was like her mom, so... Yes, so... I don't care if my I don't care if my mom dies. Oh right, I forgot you you come from one of those kind of families, Dennis. I got you. <laughs> I've also only known you for like four days. Yeah, uh Ula La is a lovely lady and I hope that she's okay. That's right, I forgot we had uh forgot that was a whole thing. Alright, let's go get slapped around or killed or something. Let's go get slapped. Hey, I yeah. wonder if she's gonna brand my other cheek. Yeah, this time's is gonna be a bad brand. You're not gonna like this one. What? Well, is there any possibility that we can blame this on Mr. G somehow? Yes, let's. He's not here. He can take we all the blame. We don't definitively know that it's not actually his fault, so. He had the book that we needed. He took that book that we never used and could have had a need for at some point, so I think this is on him, really. To be honest, I think the idea of lying to a god might be a little bit <laughs> of a tall order. No, I got this. I'll do it. I do believe <laughs> in you. You and your crew unload. 
take a moment, stretch your, uh, stretch your legs. And an attendant comes over. I'm here to show you to, uh, Milady's office. If you all would follow me. Yeah. Yeah, we follow the guy. Yeah, you guys go. You all are, uh, brought to a big elevator. You take a long ride up and you are brought to what would appear to be the captain's boardroom. So you come into a room, there is a small table, uh, there's a big chair that you see Alyssa sitting in, and a bunch of chairs surround it. Square oak table, it's the only thing in the room that's not made out of this, like, weird white metallic substance. Is there a lie detector? <laughs> Make me a luck check. Okay. She's just very distrustful and has lie detectors <laughs> in every room. <laughs> What do I, oh, fuck yeah. That's Blackjack. <laughs> you are in this room alone with her. Hell yeah. I thought I failed, but I think I upped my luck in that last session to a, a big ol' three. Oh boy. Hey, Danger? Yeah. Does she show any signs of recognition for the big holy symbol on my chest? She does. You guys enter and she files in and she just kind of looks around and she goes, it's good to see you all. I wish that is it? times were better. Well, I mean, it is good to see you, Senator. I wasn't able to get through to any of the other crews, and from what I could tell from my scans, they all have been dismantled or taken care of by our enemy. Uh, all right, so we actually did better than the rest. All right. It seems as though there are a couple of unfamiliar faces who have joined your cohort since we last talked. You there. Um, man? I'm sorry, your clothes are- your clothes are so small and ill-fitting for your body. Are you- are you alright? Do you need to change? She looks at you when she says this, by the way, Dylan. Because you are, again, a 32-year-old in a 16-year-old's clothes. 17-year-old. That's right. Okay. And one of his arms is covered in ivy. I forgot about that. <laughs> that that holy symbol. Yes. I believe that my father may have interacted with Abe. Ah. Might I ask your father's name? Uh my father's name is Al. Is that a name I would be familiar with? I mean, you can make an intelligence check on it. Uh that is a big nope. Uh you have seen the blue spider symbol that she wears. But you don't know where it has come from. You don't have any information regarding it, but you have seen it. I apologize. Uh, my family, our traditions tend to keep things close to the chest, so I'm very familiar with my own ancestor, but not so much his compatriots. That isn't a problem. Um, I haven't seen my father since I was a young girl myself. So, the friends he keeps are also unknown to me. As for my clothes, I ran afoul, afoul of wild magic the other day and haven't had time to acquire new ones. Ah, well, fret not. After uh, this little chat here, you can take all the time you'd like to get properly fitting clothes. When she says that, Johnny runs his fingers through his uh, head feathers that are uncovered due to there being no fedora on it. Uh-huh. He looks over to Dennis. Mouths out the words shop. <laughs> Sorry, shopping. <laughs> what? 
Just in game, that's gonna be an audible just what? Should go on a shopping trip and get hats. He whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Should I roll any I don't know how to react to this. There will be plenty of time for you to get a new hat, Johnny. <laughs> oh okay. Oh thank you. <laughs> we now have to reevaluate our stance in our current situation. The planet is no longer. I did my best to hold out as long as I could, and I made any final preparations possible to save as many people as I could. We now have an entire populace inside of this ship here. And while this is essentially a mobile base and mobile city, we all could live here for the time being, finding a more permanent house or location might be the next step. We could always go back to the place that we went to. It's more or less fine now. We could just, like, take it over or some shit. Or do so more politely. I didn't join this crew to get <laughs> off the world just to go back to that goddamn planet. We can leave you at the place that got blown up. That's fine. <laughs> One would argue you didn't join the crew anyways. You didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> hey, Dennis, I'm sure we can find another planet. There's plenty of them out there, I'm sure. Besides, I'm sure Silver doesn't want to go back there either, you know, with his sister just dying a couple days ago and all. Yeah, I still wish yeah, he'd oh, stop talking you about bring it. that up. Uh, Johnny covers his mouth like, oops. Like a sarcastic <laughs> oops or no, a real oops? No, not a oops. sarcastic one, just okay. like a... I'm pretty sure this is not the first time that Johnny has done this to Silver. Like Somehow I don't think so. Talking about terrible shit that has happened to him, like he's not there, and then realizing, oh shit, he's just really short and I forgot. Oh shit, he's ten. <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, we don't know that, though. It's possible that <laughs> he could be somewhere else, of course. I will leave it to you as my only remaining operations team to... Find a suitable planet. But, given the events of what has happened, feel free to take a couple of days and rest and recuperate. Go find your loved ones and relax. Enjoy yourselves. Those those two things seem to be at odds with one another. Okay, or don't talk to your parents, Senator. I'm, I'm not strong-arming you here <laughs> into doing anything you don't want to. Alyssa, have you found Mr. G? He's not with you? No, he kind of just up and vanished in the middle of the campaign. We never saw him again. Uh, uh, anyway, I just had to ask to be sure. Uh, unfortunately, I can't say that I have. Looks like I'm not going to have to pay him those credits after all. Happy <laughs> <laughs> <As he> ending. <laughs> yes. And she looks over at you, Dylan. There are two things I would like to ask you about. One. Yes may be best done without the children present. Okay. Are you going to excuse yourself from the room, Fuji? He's like 30-something now, dude. He's a man now. He's a 30-year-old with the mind of a 16-year-old. He's a child. 17-year-old. Yeah, come on. He's Adam Sandler now. The fact you felt it <laughs> necessary to make that distinction means you need to leave. My first question is, would it be possible to send a message to Uveria? I wish to contact my family. 
I could help you send a message that is absolutely certain. However, I don't know exactly where this Utveria is. That's troubling. I could always help you, and you could help me potentially guide my message, but we could certainly try. On a related note... How, the- how feasible would it be to, like, point to it on a map to help? I don't know where it is in relation to us. I'm asking in-game to everyone in the room. I, I do have um a printout map of the-, the solar system. We've done a scan as we've been flying around and flying through after entering in through the uh, the breach. Potentially that might be able to aid us, but you would have to pick out the planet for me, Fuji. Uh, is the map, like, in front of me? Uh, she pulls it up uh, after a moment. So, like, the center of the table opens up entirely, and you see, like, shifting mirrors and plates begin to move fast, and a holographic projection starts to spin around and uh, fill the room of the solar system. Does this look like my neighborhood, or do I have no idea where the fuck this is? I mean, you have never seen a picture of the solar system. You come from a planet that largely didn't really know the presence of off-worlders existed until pretty recently. Well, that doesn't really work, then. However, I mean, you could always try and make an intelligence check, or even a willpower check to, uh, try and figure out which planet is Utveria. I blackjacked my intelligence check. Tight. There it is, it's right there! Oh! It's gotta be (laughs) this one. (laughs) Can it just be labeled Utveria on the map? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Grab odds or evens. Uh, odds. Yeah, you point to a planet labeled Utveria. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, that's metagaming, but that seems like... I mean, it's funny enough. Either way, like, you feel drawn to this, like, very small planet that is, like, covered in a gray and purple swirling mist. Uh, this is my planet right here. It's even labeled. (laughs) Can you drop me off at home? I'm done playing with the other kids now. Ah, interesting. Where did that label come from? Ah, well, um, I could very easily help you send a message now. Thank you. There's also something most disconcerting that has happened that I would like to consult you about. Of course. I am all ears. So what is this concern? My knees hurt. Well, I didn't come to the planet that I met your employees on. Yes. Through the same means that they did. I was on my homeworld, and I was thrown through a rift to the sea of chaos and fell onto that other planet. Well, that is concerning. And there seem to be agents acting on this other world, operating under banners that sure looked like the sea of chaos to me. Well, what did you all discover together? What did your time yield? Uh, they were trying to do, they were trying to fuck some shit up. There was, um, did we end up finding the, the spooky place, like, definitively what it was, or is it just a spooky place? You never went to the spooky place. You never saw what it was. The antechamber, I mean. Oh, that spooky place. You still don't know what that is. You've okay. been there twice. You don't know what it is. We, um, 
We ended up in this room that, at best, I can describe as the waiting room for hell. There was a portal at an abandoned city that had been seen some calamitous misfortune prior to us getting there. It was we didn't wreck it, and they were trying to. Uh, what were they trying to do? I look at everyone else. I think they were trying to summon their evil god. Yeah. Until they were sealed away by uh, the power of friendship, aided by a fedora hat. Uh huh. Almost entirely motivated by a fedora hat, even. Johnny stands proud. I'd say the fedora was the primary factor in defeating this evil god. Interesting. And this this evil god and these people acting up, did they bear similar similar markings to what you had seen on your home world? Yes, they wore the exact same robes. It was quite disconcerting. Well, seeing as they stole eight relics, it's they couldn't have done so just fucking cuz. There must have been some greater plot at work. I can only assume that connects to the waiting room to hell. That place, there was something seriously messed up with that place. Yes, um, there absolutely must be something, some sort of fuckery afoot. I think that those people are probably still at large in this universe. It sure seems like it. There are still seven missing relics. Oh, uh, speaking of, you you all made it off the planet, and it sounds like you saved the world with a fedora. Did you happen to get the relic? Uh, unfortunately, we could not recover the relic. It's sealed away in the Shadow Realm or whatever. It's entirely possible it's attainable to them still. Concerning. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. That was also connected to the spooky place that I mentioned that we're not clear on. Yes. I wish that I could give you further information, but I have not seen this spooky place. It's hard to pin down those bastards. They just kind of go through portals whenever we have them backed into a corner. So we did the best we could, but I think that they're stuck there. The scary location, if it helps, was a circular room with doors on every wall. And a large desk in the center. Uh, her eyes go wide. No. I, okay. I see what's happening. <sighs> well, that she sounds actively bad. see that she, like, has shivers go down her spine. Oh man, it literally was the waiting room to hell. Shit. Great. I heard about that place in, in a vision or a voice uh, that was given to me by my father. He has told me only bad things happen in that room. Yeah, it definitely seemed like that, so that doesn't surprise me. The waiting room to hell seems like a very apt analogy, Senator. <laughs> it is very concerning that those even exist here, and that you can physically visit them. Uh, so what is it? So, that is the waiting room to the afterlife. Okay. Okay. It is essentially... The house of death, and he will determine what good or what bad you have done in your life, and will send you to the proper afterlife accordingly. Who is he? The god of death, I don't know. Isn't it James Woods? <laughs> it is not James Woods. Oh, darn, okay. Um, I have yet to 
come to my time, so I have not faced the god of death. I do not know what face he bears. It still seems very concerning that all of these people are still at large. It seems as though there's some massive connection between everything that's going on. But, if we try and find a new home, and try and find some rock to rest our heads on, maybe we can stop them if we come across them. We did kick their ass, that largely thanks to Johnny's hat. Kicked their ass pretty good that one time. It doesn't sound like any of the other teams did anything good, though. Literally no, no good. At all. Yeah. We're the only people to do good. Ma, that's a pretty low bar right there. But hey, I guess we're the best. Everyone just kind of looks at you. <laughs> and you call yourselves the best. <laughs> the room goes awkwardly silent for a moment. Y- yes. Feel free to think this over and take some time. Now that we aren't uh, really in a race against time itself and saving the planet isn't as uh, of as much of a concern, we can take our time and think over next maneuvers. Isn't it no concern now? Not less concern? The relics still existing in this world is still a large concern. Okay. I guess that's fine. Enough of this dreary conversation for the day. You did still kind of successfully succeed. You didn't die. That's something. We, like, half succeeded, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you made it out with your lives. That's, like, the bare minimum of doing a good job. We came back without Mr. G, too, so I would put a couple notches up. Man, your brother's going to be very sad that his best friend, Mr. G, is not here to meet him. <laughs> All of the work oh, my brother's he put here. into on that shop. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, that's right! <laughs> I mean, we don't know Mr. G is dead. We just don't know where he is. Luca is going to be wildly upset. He has been talking my ear off about how excited he is to see his brother and his best friend, the heroes, come back to us. Mm. Mm-hmm. It has been some time. I did offer all of you some coin. Here. And she kind of slides down a couple new uh credits cards for you. And all of you are given... Could I exchange these for other currency? Because nobody on that last planet would take them. Ah, uh, I have never seen this currency before in my life. Is this the currency of your home world? Yes, it is. Can you please make me a charisma check? <laughs> uh, that is a 10 out of 2. Okay. Yikes. I wasn't trying to lie to her. I legitimately think this is the currency of my home world. Outside of the fact that you know that there is other currency from the world, you just choose to believe this information. It's the currency of the town I live in, and that's all I care about. It's the currency of your family, and that's all that matters to you. I... I don't have a proper exchange rate. Maybe if we go to your planet and, and um, drop you off, <laughs> and, and take a look and see if we can aid in this threat, maybe I could take a look then and see exactly what the value of it is. But for the meantime, what I can do is I can give you some of the currency from our homeworld, because you did aid my employees here. Thank you, miss. Of course. Perhaps my family could be of some assistance to you. My mother is a great Onmyoji, and my elder brother and seven of my eight sisters are also powerful mages who are very useful. 
Ah, well, that is, uh, that is wonderful information. I will make some preparations, and I think that the planet of Utveria will be our first stop. But anyway, here. Enjoy your time, go check up with your family. And with that, you are given your leave from Alyssa's office with 24,000 credits each. Hell yeah. Uh, Miss Moonseer, I-, I have a gift for you as well. While we were planet side, I found I- that I have a fondness for a specific kind of novel, and I just wanted to share it with you. <laughs> uh, as I hand her a touch of Chansey, I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you so much. Um, what an interesting title and cover. Uh... Thank, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it. He nods his head. Man, Johnny's really good at giving my books to other people. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, damn it, I didn't get to read that one yet, Johnny. (laughs) I don't think I did. You did not. She just, like, puts the book down, she turns the cover face down onto the desk she's sitting at, like, pats it once and, like, slides it a little bit away from her. Is there a picture of the author on the on the back <laughs> <laughs> that we haven't looked at yet? Yeah, it's this dude on the back who's wearing just a super dope hat that Johnny loves. <laughs> okay. I do like hats. Yeah, you, you've said. You are free to go explore the city that you are currently flying in. Um, one thing quick before we leave. Okay. Uh, did I notice how badly she wanted to not have the book? Uh, you can make a sense check. Uh, eight out of four. Nah. Damn, alright, I guess I won't steal my book back. Alright, that was all I had. Okay. We'll just have to look for a new bookstore. <laughs> Somehow I don't think they're gonna have these exact books. Are we gonna split up here? Or? It's up to you. You guys can go together, you can split up. Well, I'm sure that Seime has, like, no attachments to anything, so it's mainly, I guess, down to Graham and me. Johnny said he wanted to go shopping. I'm just going to walk Bug around and let him see stuff. (laughs) I guess we're going to go shopping first. I'll go shopping. I don't know any anybody else on this ship, so I might as well tag along. Yeah, we need to get you better clothes, because yours are all fit for a 16-year-old? 17. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that... Yeah, so we look for the, the shopping mall. Is there a gap kids? Maybe we can return his old clothes? Uh, no, there is not a gap kids It's closer here. from Express. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head on down and you begin to start exploring. And eventually after you go down a couple of different floors and mess around with the settings on the elevator, uh, you find your way down to a large uh, open shopping promenade. There are different shops and uh, businesses based on what would be familiar to you on on Mechaluna. Hell yeah! I assume this. I assume this shopping facility, basically giant mall, was already a thing before the world collapsed. So it's not like a quickly put up one. Yeah, like this isn't uh, this isn't surprising to you to see anything kind of like this. Okay. Well, no, I mean it's not like. A slipshod, quickly put up one. No, 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 no. This whole, this whole thing, again, it, it looks as though these were made, like these kind of ships were made in preparation of any kind of disaster. 
And actually, you can make an intelligence check here, Graham. Okay. That's a mega fail. That's Ah. a 12. I don't even have anywhere near that. Yeah. Weird. Does it look like the King of Prussia Mall? Probably more like Mall of America, I would think. Well, no, there's no amusement park here, so King of Prussia does actually fit better. The openness of it. If you remove the rides out of the Mall of America, that place is massive. Yeah, it's true. There's no amusement park? Fucking bullshit. What are the, what are the teens gonna do? How many pretzel stands, uh, cell phone, you know, cell phone, uh. Oh god, all of them. There's a surprising amount of pretzel kiosks. Uh, so this is Uncle Uriel's. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get food from anything called that ever. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, we walk right by the pretzel stand because I have a weird name. <laughs> uh, say, May, uh, we should probably try to get you some different clothes. That looks, that looks incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Johnny, you want to look for hats? Yeah, uh, but also he wanted to help, uh, Fujiwara Seimei get clothes because he's a old, you know, he's a, he's a grown man in the, in the clothing of a child. Yeah, I'm gonna look for hat stores along the way. Like, I'm not gonna, you know. And like, not, I'm, I'm not talking like lids, dude. Lids is not gonna cut it. Is there like a proper tailor here? Yeah, absolutely. I'll visit the tailor. I don't want to come out wearing like a fucking t-shirt and cargo pants. Okay, so you specifically don't go to Kohl's. <laughs> Any character with cargo pants, get them out of here. Put pickles in their pockets. Cargo pants are banned. <laughs> fucking outlawed, all right? <laughs> this fucking, the Mall of Space America <laughs> has, has no, <laughs> there's no cargo pants. <laughs> Instead of like a, a no shirt, no shoes, no service sign, just... <laughs> Cargo pants, no service. <laughs> get the get the fuck out of here. But yeah, I would stick all together. If there's like a hat store first, we'd stop by the hat store. If we get to a clothes store first, you know, that's cool. Make me a luck check, gentlemen. I'm gonna gloss over those lids. I need like fucking cool cats hats or something like that, you know? Oh damn, I actually blackjacked. Hey, another three. Blackjack. Tight. Uh, that is going to be a fail from Johnny. Word. The first tailor that you guys, uh, kind of wander on up to, you see that it is, it's not very busy right now. Like, the shopping district doesn't seem to be super packed. It's, like, bustly, but it's not packed. You file in, and it seems as though there's a lot of, like, silk robes that can be used. Uh, you could either purchase, like, full-on suits, you can purchase robes. It seems as though he stops after kind of, like, making, like, dress leathers. So he's not an armorer, he's more of a tailor. Johnny notices that he does also seem to make, uh, custom hats. Well, look at that. What a lucky, what a lucky thing to happen. Hat store and clothing store in the same place. Imagine that. Look at all the stores here, but we only need this one. (laughs) What is the, what is the, uh, what is the the employee look like old old dverger man long beard dwarf guy yeah uh very very tan cracked skin he he looks almost like uh like leather himself you guys walk in oh how you doing there lads hello hello there hello sir 
What can I help you with? Well, we're trying to find some new clothing for my friend, uh, Seimei over here. He spontaneously grew much older, and now his don't fit. Don't fit no more. <laughs> his clothes don't fit anymore. Uh, also, I'm looking for a hat. So, robes like these and hats is what you're after. Yes, particularly this symbol on the chest. If you could replicate that exactly, that would be wonderful. Okie dokie. Uh, come on over. <laughs> Let me get your measurements. Okie dokie. <laughs> you know what? I like you. Here, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm looking for in a hat. My last hat had two feathers on it, but I was hoping that this time just more feathers. Honestly, the entire hat could be feathers. That would be perfect. Just in every which direction so people know, you know, what's up. Got a really good hat game. Looking for some extra plumage, are you, sir? That's one way to put it. <laughs> well, let me uh, <laughs> let me get the boy settled. And, and he's, like, in the middle of, like... Like, he pulled over Fuji, and he's in the middle of, like, starting to take his measurements. Um, yeah. And you start going on about this all-feather hat. <laughs> uh, I'm also, like, looking around for a card somewhere. I like this guy. <laughs> The card that you find on the counter says Ludland Blackstone. He kind of just looks down at it. Impressive name for an impressive, hopefully impressive hat maker. So, um, <clears throat> do you want any, uh, a, a, a precious material, something breathable, silks? What are you, what are you looking for? If you could replicate the clothes I'm wearing, just properly fitting, that would be wonderful. Please make the clothes that I have, but a little bigger. Okay. It's a very <laughs> boring order, but I can get it done. <laughs> You're supposed to, No, you gotta say okie-dokie again. Okie-dokie, then! <laughs> he's just a very happy-go-lucky fucking clothes maker. Yeah, he's, like, trying to really, really make y'all, uh, snazzy and jazzy, but you're just like, give me the exact thing I'm wearing. These are my family's <laughs> ceremonial robes. I've worn the exact same outfit since I was ten. I smell well, like you shit. you technically won't be wearing that anymore after this. I hope you know that. He takes your measurements, uh, Fuji, takes everything out, and goes from there. He gives a whole bunch of, like, material to some of his workers that seem to be in the back so they can start preparing some stuff. And then he goes, You there, Birdman, come here! Uh, yeah, I make I make, make my way over to uh, Ludin Blackstone. Or is it Ludin? Ludland. Ludland. Ludland Blackstone. Is calling him Birdman racist? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I thought so, but I wasn't positive. So this, this happy-go-lucky guy is like... Real old then. Yeah, he's a boomer. Okay. He's a he's a space boomer. My name is uh Johnny, by the way. Birdman was my father. Yikes. Nah, his his name was uh Shangri and he probably would hit you if you called him that. So maybe don't. Okay, I won't call him that then. Okie dokie <laughs> I'm sorry, I love this guy. After that he start he like hops up on a stool. Because you're just so much taller than he is. In fact, it's like the height of two stools, even. <laughs> he stacks his two stools up. No, no, no. It's the height of two stools. It's just one big-ass stool. He has, like, he has multi-sized stools because he's so much shorter 
than virtually everyone that comes into this shop. Yeah, stool tools. He then measures uh, your head, and he goes, Do you want it to match your your own plumage, or do you want it to stand out more? He uh, Johnny is thinking, and he's like, <laughs> You know what, Ludlin? Do whatever you think would look good. I trust you. Okie dokie. <laughs> I was just going to say it, but you do it. <laughs> he just got, you know, Johnny's just laughing. I can do that for you. Absolutely. No problem. Uh, if you guys want to come back in a, a couple of hours, I'll have something ready for you. Okie dokie. We can do that. <laughs> Okie dokie then. I'll see you later. Okie dokie, Ludlin. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. I don't say thank you because he's not doing anything for me. I mean, do you want him to make you a new suit? You could easily get a new suit. The one you're wearing is disgusting now. Oh, that's right. I did fall the one time. Yeah, fuck it. Okie dokie! <laughs> well, no, I just doubled back. Just like, actually, now that you mention it, uh, can I get a new suit here? Like, just takes two steps out of the fucking building, just takes them back, and just backs right back in. Actually. Basically, yeah. I can't wait for his okie dokies to slowly lose enthusiasm. <laughs> Stop making me say it. Jokes on you, they only get more enthusiastic. So, you head on back in, uh, Ludlin takes your measurements when you, uh, when you ask him to get a suit. Uh, what, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, Silk? Leather? What kind of material? Something practical enough that I can wear it pretty much always, but it looks like... It l makes me look like I have a lot of money, but doesn't actually cost a lot of money. Oh, I see. It also doesn't have to look exactly like what I'm currently wearing. That is not a prerequisite here. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I love me creative freedom! <laughs> All right, well, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got your measurements. Uh, here, what about these? And he puts down a couple of different, uh, materials for you. One is, like, a very, very ultra-soft linen. Um, it feels silk-like, but it doesn't have that, like, that same necessarily quality to silk where it would kind of rub you the wrong way after wearing it for a while. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. One of them is a very standard linen, uh, and one of them is just a silk. Which one seems the most practical? You assume the most practical one is just standard linen? Oh, that's what I figured. The one that would boast your status the most in the way that you're kind of looking, like it looks more expensive than it is, is probably the, like, uh, the halfway fake in silk. between them. Yeah, the fake silk. Hmm. It's also, it's the same like thickness as far as the like cloth goes and material goes is it is it noticeably cheaper even just eyeballing it at this stage the regular linen does look a, a lot a bit lackluster compare, compared to uh, let's go with the proper silk fuck it i just got a lot of money i don't have to worry about people rescinding money from me anymore between the two silks it there isn't as much of a noticeable difference can i i want to run my hand on each of them Okay. Would I? Would that be sense? I don't know what to roll to gauge which one I like the most. I guess style too. I would say actually roll me willpower checks. See how it okay. resonates with you. Uh, which one did I roll for the first one? That's up to you because I already rolled it. 
I'll say that you go from linen to the middle to the silk. Alright, uh, linen is an 11 out of 4. Ew, peasant clothes. The middle one is an 11 out of 4. <laughs> it looks nicer than peasant clothes. And then the super silk is a 3 out of 4. <laughs> I mean, like, this silk is nice. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna go with the silk. Any specific colors? Anything, uh, that you, you'd request? Any emblems? Any, any cufflinks? Uh... <laughs> can I get... Can he do custom cufflinks? Or can you do custom cufflinks? Um, I could... I could put an order in for custom cufflinks. I don't make them myself. Alright, so... This. And then I... Frame Bug's head... With my hands. <laughs> Bug just kind of, like, opens wide and grins when you do it. He's like, <laughs> like a dorky smile yeah. kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I have to get started on all of your, your materials and all of your work. Give this to the jeweler across the way, and he'll get you all settled with these cufflinks. Perfect. Is it like a card or something? Uh, he essentially fills out, like, a in order form. Okay. And when you get over there, make sure to do the thing you just did to me with your friend. Your terrifying scythe-armed friend. Oh, he's he's a sweetheart, it's fine. Yeah, scythe <laughs> See? Yeah, I, I, I can't say that I speak that language, but I believe you. He said, uh, what do you say? He said, yeah, I'm chill. He said, yeah, I'm chill. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okie dokie, then. Oh, and then you asked about colors. Uh, I'm thinking like a two-tone kind of thing, one of which is a nice dark purple. All right. I can do that. The other color, just pick something that fits well with that. Okay. I guess. Wait, oh. wait. Does he, based on everything in the store, does he look like he actually knows how color works? Yes. Okay, then, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Instead of like, yeah, here's your lime green and purple suit. <laughs> does this does this store have a name? It is uh, Blackstone Apparel. Okay, I was wondering if you were going to tie an Okie Dokie somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Okie Dokie Apparel. <laughs> oh no, I got it. The Okie Dokie Corral instead of the OK Corral. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate that. <laughs> It, doesn't that just scream a high-quality clothing shop? <laughs> yeah, the highest of qualities. <laughs> All right, I gotta go to the jewelers now. You said it was across the street? Yep. Okay. Can you guys make me luck checks as you're walking across the street? That's- what the fuck? A blackjack. Why wasn't I using this dice the last, like, four sessions? This thing's way better. I failed. Oddly enough, Johnny also blackjacked. Ha <laughs> ha! As you guys are walking out, uh, you guys are walking out. You guys start heading across the street, and Luca comes out of the jewelers. Dennis? Johnny hey, Law? What? When did you, when did you get back? Uh, 20 minutes ago, thereabouts. Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so happy to see you. After the whole world collapsed, I thought everything was gonna die. Wait, what, guys, where's, where's Mr. G? Okie dokie! <laughs> I don't know. So, I'm gonna lie to him right now. Should I roll? Please make me a charisma check. Okay. Just a check? Yep. 
Uh, what's my charisma? Oh, fuck, that's right. I, I thought that was a fail, but my charisma's good enough. That's a seven out of eight. Tight. The ironic thing is, to detect if you were lying, he rolled an eight out of seven, so that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's dead? What? He's, no. He died. How, how did he do it? He kind of just exploded and disappeared. We never saw him again, so I think he just completely vaporized. Wait. He exploded and then disappeared? No, no, he disappeared because he exploded. Oh. He was carrying around briefcases full of bombs. He, uh, he threatened a boat full of civilians with a briefcase bomb. And then, uh, oh. after the boat didn't explode, he did. <laughs> the only possible explanation. Spontaneous <laughs> combustion. <laughs> It truly was a sad day. I mean, I knew he was capable of making some just crazy inventions. <laughs> all of those bombs. Like, this is, it's kind of messed up, but I figured you'd appreciate some honesty. No, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy to see you. Mom and Dad are gonna be so relieved. Oh, they're alive too. Cool. Yeah, that's certainly a terrible way to put it, that our parents survived the apocalypse. Yes, they're here. Well, I didn't really have any way of knowing if any of you were alive. Well, I guess I could have asked at the debriefing, but I didn't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, how, how's the store? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the end of the thought. I'm not get, there's not, there's not another thought there. <laughs> he just like looks at you blankly. <laughs> uh, he turns to you, Johnny, and goes, oh, uh, the, the store. Uh, 50%, everything, uh, everything must go, and Luca isn't allowed to touch anything. Um, you can probably drop that last little bit now. Realistically, it's probably just yours now. Oh, uh, yeah, we did pick the entire shop up and just move it down the road. I've been keeping everything going. It's been extremely successful. I actually need a whole lot of help running the store now. So it's really upsetting that, uh, Mr. G's not here to see the fruits of his labor. You can probably make the choice to hire people, though. Yeah, do you guys need jobs now that you're done doing the whole, uh, finding the relics thing? No. Oh, okay then. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Okie dokie then, back to my jewelry store. I mean, we're gonna have to rework it. Technically, I'm still employed by the government. I gotta figure out how that's gonna work now. First. Yeah, I don't think you have that job anymore, bro. Uh, that, exactly. Exactly. I need to figure out where that puts me in relation to everything first. What's the government like on this uh, space station here? Uh, well, everything's uh, kind of run by the Blue Recluse, honestly. I don't know much about their setup. Well, Dennis, you might have to start there somewhere. Anyway, I thought you were going to say that uh, his shop disappeared with the rest of the planet. And then I was going to be like, oh, so it looks like Mr. G and his shop both went out the same way. But hey. Yeah, but that didn't happen at all. Yeah, none of that happened. Yeah. The shop's right there, and Luca points to it, and you still see the big dumb sign. Why, Luca, the the sign goes on to the next store over. What the fuck? What? No, that's it. That's the whole thing. It's two shops. It's big now. Oh, oh, okay. I did a good job. You did You did better than Mr. G did, it looks like. Man, maybe I can change the name, but that would really just kill our branding and marketing at this point. Ah, shit. Oh, I got it. You could change it to an acronym. 
That way you can technically have the same store name, but it's it's not anymore. Huh. Well, I I mean, I didn't It'd think It'd still that. be a pretty long acronym, but... It would be a very long acronym and would probably make less sense, but... Ah, I gotta give it some thought. Um, sorry, I was just picking up, uh, I was just picking up some, some rings and stuff from the jeweler. Uh, I gotta get back to the store. But it, it was great seeing you. Um, I'll let mom and dad know that you're here. Okay. Maybe we can have dinner later. Uh-huh. Hey, Luca. Uh, yes. It's nice to see you, buddy. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, it's it's nice to see you too. What was your name? Oof. Jonah? Yikes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh I lean over towards Luca. It was Johnny. Thanks. Johnny. That's Not, it. Yeah, okay, there it is. A- after that really awkward exchange happened first, though. I do it after that. Oh, of course. So this is Dennis's brother. This is Dennis's brother, yes. I don't see the resemblance. Yeah, like, they straight up don't even look alike. And Luca leaves. Alright, see ya. Yeah, no, I'll, t- I'll, I'll talk to you. We'll, we'll get together for dinner. I'm sorry, I really have to go. Think about a new name. It doesn't have to be that garbage anymore. I mean, I still think that Luca's a good name. No, what? No, no, the other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> I see who got all the brains in the family. Yeah, it was Luke. Yeah, it's, it's rough. They're all idiots. <sighs> hey, Dennis. Does uh-huh. your uh, brother have some kind of partner or something? He said he was getting rings. Is he, like, proposing to someone or something? He works at, like, a fucking experiment store. What 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 does he need with rings? I don't know. Maybe shower rings or something. Whatever. I'll just ask him later if I remember. Did he smell funny? <laughs> Danger? I mean... You can make a sense check. <laughs> okay. I failed. He doesn't smell any worse than you guys do. <laughs> That's not a high but bar But nothing to clear. sticks out to you. That's also a low bar. <laughs> well, Johnny remains perplexed. But uh we were following Dennis to the to the jewelry store for cufflinks, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you walk into the jewelry store? There is just, like, rows and rows of rings, necklaces, fine jewelry, and you see, um, you see a fairy behind the desk. She has pink hair, she is wearing a long dress, and she is kind of flying near a register. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, I get sent across the street for some custom cufflinks by, um, uh, what was his name? Uriel? Ludland. Ludden Blackstone. Uh, thank you, Johnny. Yeah, him. He's looking at the card that he, he swiped <laughs> from there earlier. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, uh, he sent me over here for some cufflinks. Oh. Here's here's the punch card or whatever. Okay, um, what's the note on here that means have the creepy bug do the smile thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, bug, hey, can you do the thing? The cufflinks are supposed to be this, and then I do, like, the box of his head again. You do the box around his head again, and he does the derpy smile again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. all right. Um, sure. Uh, please hold that pose for a moment. And she goes to take a picture. And she actually takes a picture from, like, a couple of different angles. It will take some time, but I can get these done for you. Yeah, that's that's fine. Well, uh, yeah, if you leave this order with me, I will uh, get to work. 
All right, thanks. Uh, you guys want anything here? Do they have any magical things here? Magical things? No, it's all like jewelry. It's not magical jewelry. Nah, nah I'm good. Uh, are there any, uh, like earrings that have feathers on them? Oh, God. Yes, there are some in this store. Not many. Actually, I don't even know if fucking birds have ears. They just have little holes. How would you get ears? I mean, you're also like part human, part bird. So you have ears. We've, we've been uh, down this road before. Okay. Um, well, uh, I would, I was interested in getting a couple of earrings that look like feathers. You see, I used to have them in my hat, but I no longer have them. Maybe one that's orange and one that's blue, if possible. Um, I, I do have some, some earrings, uh, available with, with feathers. Um, can you pierce my ears too? <laughs> I, I don't have pierced ears. I don't have the ability to do that here. That's more of a you, uh, can do that on your own thing. Alright, I'll just poke it through and hope for the best. <laughs> Would okay. you like me to pierce your ears? Uh, I'm sure I can do it myself. It doesn't seem that hard. Um, but over here, please take a look. She points out a section, and you see, like, a section of, like, discount hippie jewelry. <laughs> Perfect. And that is Perfect. where you find your, like, gold rings with orange and blue feathers. Perfect. So he just, I'm just looking for, like, <laughs> two feather earrings, one orange, one blue, just hanging down from the ears. Costs you about 75 credits for both earrings. And by about, I mean it costs you 75 credits for both <laughs> okay. ears. I'll take these. All right, then. Uh, you hand her the credits card, and she swipes it and then hands it back, and you are then given the earrings. All right. Uh, I assume you guys leave because there's nothing else you're really looking for here? I feel like we should probably check in on our families soon. Meh. Meh. <laughs> I mean... Johnny would want to do that after we finish <laughs> this. It's going to take a little while for the clothes to be done, right? Yep. Maybe Johnny can get his mom to pierce his ears. <laughs> if she's more alive. interested in seeing your bird family than talking to my mom or any of my sisters right now. <laughs> seeing the bird family? <laughs> Maybe we'll get some more tea. Maybe. Well, uh, it seems like we're going to have to wait a little while. As much as I would love to wander around this mall, I feel like... Uh, it's my sonly duty to go and check in with my mother if she's still alive, that is. She might be. Do I know where she is? Did, did, Alyssa didn't give us any directions, did she? She didn't give you any directions. Uh, I look for like a, so we're in a mall, I'm looking for a map. <laughs> oh, there's a, there is a magical 3D hologram movable directory. Alright, so I'm gonna go through and look for something about the Law family. Okay. And, you know, next to law enforcement, maybe. Bruh, I don't know. This is a fucking space. This is the fucking space. The Mall of Space America. This, is, hey, this could be anything. You never know. Johnny's dad could be, a like, the fucking space mall cop. Like, <laughs> I guess that's true. Where's the security office? Where's the security office? It's Johnny's old-ass bird dad. There is a search function, so you search the laws, and it does appear that uh, you do get a hit. For a household, a household under the name of the laws, uh, on one of the residential floors, which is below you a bit. Well, it seems like this mall map 
did help after all, Dennis. Ye of little faith. I didn't say it wouldn't work. I just said it probably wouldn't work. Uh, when I'm looking through the directory, I also look for a bookstore. <laughs> of course. Uh, there are at least four bookstores. Are there any bookstores on the way to Johnny's family? Well, make me a luck check. No. Fail. No. Darn. They're all in the upper levels. We're all the people that can read shop. Exactly. Well, anyway, I was thinking I'd go that way. If you guys want to come with me, you can. My mother is a nice, sweet lady. Sure. I don't really have anything yeah, why else not? to do until my clothes are done. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I would lead us there, because I was the one looking at the map. Onward! Cool. You guys head there. You head on down two floors, going through the residential district, walking around, moving, twisting through the winding town districts and multi-level stories. You come to a small compound. You see has the sigil of the law household right on the front of it. You knock on the door, and your mother answers, and she just goes, Johnny? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I thought I, I thought something bad happened, and she like runs out and she gives you a hug and she pokes you a little bit with her beak. Hello, Ma. It's nice to see you again. Oh, it's it's so wonderful <laughs> to see you. I'm happy that you're alive. I'm happy that you're alive. <laughs> I'm yes. Uh, hey, let me introduce you to my friends here. Uh, this is Dennis Stanson, and this is Fujiwara Seime. Uh, this is my mother. You can call her Mrs. Law. Uh, I give her a formal bow. She bows back at you. I also give her a polite bow. Uh, she bows back to both of you. Politely. Uh, come, come on in. Come, come in. Yeah, we go in. What, what, what do, uh, what does a residential, uh, place look like on this space station? The apartment is relatively large. You're, like, in an entryway. There's a large living room. Uh, the kitchen is off of it. There are a couple of rooms and a couple of bathrooms. But, like, surprisingly big. Ah, this is a little bit... This is nicer than I would have imagined that this ship could accommodate. I mean, it's nothing compared to the compound that we left, but it will do until we find something permanent. Have you gotten a tea here? Oh, of course, of course. Sit down, I'll put on a kettle. Yeah, so we sit down. You guys sit down, you have tea with Johnny's mom. She kind of catches you up, you all up on the apocalypse a little bit, and talks about how, like, people were being rushed and ushered into portals. Were essentially, like, given, like, jobs if they could work to live here and help the population thrive. And she regales you all with this tale of the world dying. And it seems as though it took, like, two days to get uh, everybody on board the ship and make sure everything was good. And then as they flew off, Alyssa released the planet and it was uh, destroyed. Did she get- did everyone get off? There's no way everyone's on the ship. Nah, not everybody, but a lot- a large portion of people did make it off. They spent two days ushering anyone, like, able and willing to get off, you know, to get off. Hey, Ma. Yes. Did uh did Dad make it or or did he perish? Your father is absolutely fine. He's just He's at in work. the other room. <laughs> what what's he doing for work these days? Yes, he's working security in the, the mall. <laughs> oh god damn it. 
That's fucking. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> it's it's not much, but there's there isn't much crime outside of the ruffians and their hoverboats. You know how they are. <laughs> Does he have one of those like things that you stand on and you push the little thing forward and it kind of just pr- propels the wheels oh, and you, so you don't you, have to walk you around? You know that he loves his scooters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good at least. I'm sure it makes a, uh, you know, it's a big mall. It's a big mall. It'd be a lot of steps. He's an old man. <laughs> yes, he is. But you you looked exactly the same as you did when I saw you last. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> I haven't changed it's a bit. It's been exactly 12 <laughs> days. <laughs> you don't look a day over 75. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, I'm 42! (laughs) (laughs) Well, for what it's worth, Marshall, I I believe that he's still alive. He's just uh, stuck. He went through a portal that I don't think he was meant to. So he's stuck somewhere. But uh, I've been looking for him. That's devastating. (laughs) You need to go out there and find your brother, Johnny. He would do the same for you. Indeed. Uh, I quit drinking and found God, and... uh, and that's that's how I've been communicating with my brother. Oh, also, I met our god. That's kind of interesting. Oh, that's very <laughs> oh, interesting. Why is that just kind of interesting? Tori, <laughs> really nice, really nice bird god. We wouldn't be here without her blessing. Speaking of which, uh, Mom, you ever uh, pierce anyone's ears before? Because I kind of picked these up, and I was hoping I could put them in in honor of Hinatori. I, I met our god. Hey, can you pierce my ears? <laughs> I quit drinking. I found and met our god. Pierce my ears. <laughs> I'm not having a midlife crisis. Fuck you. <laughs> Where can I get one of those hover scooters dad has? Tell me. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to, next time we go back to the apparel store, I'm just going to be like, all right, guys, here's the deal. I need a leather jacket right away the more 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 chains the merrier <laughs> make me a luck check jared let's see if your mom can pierce ears uh six it's too high nah well do you know anybody that can um i can't say that i do but i'm sure that there are shops in the in the market district in the promenade that you could find find someone to do so what about our dad <laughs> my dad yeah, something tells me that your father isn't going to approve of you getting earrings at this age. <laughs> Johnny, if you give me a needle, I could do it. Uh, I don't have a needle. We'll have to go to the needle store first. <laughs> How's the tea, by the way? Oh, dude, tea's great. You guys all have a great time. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been like 12 days, dude. We've been off planet roughing it. My suit's kind of dirty. Not for long. Well, actually, no, wait, no, you didn't get suit, you didn't get a suit. I'm gonna have to go out with Kenny Doggins and we're gonna have to get like leather jacketed up. The weird dude's not following us still, is he? Uh, you guys separated from your group. They went to go do some shopping as well. Okay. Johnny, did you pay Izzo his 400 credits or whatever you owe him? If it was agreed upon earlier, then I absolutely would give him 400 credits. So yeah, they fuck off and go shopping. So. One thing you did notice is that, like, you guys were walking around shopping, and you noticed that uh, Kenny Doggins was bombarded by his family in the promenade. How many dogs were there? Eleven. Ah, fuck. I thought it was 101. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a Dalmatian, is he? I think he is. I mean, he's part Dalmatian, was the joke we're going for. 
he did not have 101 kids. He has 12 kids. Uh, Jared, make me an intelligence check. Uh, pass. His son works for Johnny. Yes, you remember that Kenny's son, Benny, went off in a different crew, and you also remember hearing earlier that all the crews died. Uh, well, good thing he's got a hundred other kids. Good thing he's got the other eleven kids. So tea time's over. Well, Mom, it was so lovely seeing you. I'm I'm happy that you and you and Dad are doing all right. Uh, I will see if I can find Marshall, but it might take some time. In the meantime, I've, we have some other business we need to attend to. Of of course, honey. If you need anything, we'll we'll be here for you. Johnny gives her a really big hug. Oh, it's a great hug. It's a great mom hug. The moms. When you see me next time, I'm going to have two pierced ears, and I'm going to be looking real good. When you head back, he tells you that it's going to take him a little bit longer to get everything done than he expected, but that it should be no more than two days, which he delivers on. You guys are eventually brought back into um, into Alyssa's office after you have re-swagged yourself, re-suited up had some delightful time off and, you know, spent money like like a bunch of people who got way too much money after surviving an apocalypse. Yep. As you do. Alyssa brings uh, you all into her office, and she uh, just goes, I hope the past couple of days have been nice. It appears as though you all have gotten cleaned up. Some of you are going... Th- through maybe harder times than I realized, and she motions to Johnny with his two pierced ears. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got, I was gonna say, yeah, he's got those pierced ears now, he made it happen. The feathers on the hat are like a mullet, <laughs> so it does look like you're wearing a wig. So again, large-brimmed hat with these, like, violet feathers that go down the back of it, like a mullet. Yeah, Johnny looks real confident. Yeah, dude, you're just fucking all about it. We're going to be heading out for Utveria. When we get there, I will need you all to to assist me, and we'll see if we can find somewhere suitable for us to live. Make yourselves comfortable. We are going to be in it for the long haul. But I will call upon you once again when you are needed. All right. Alyssa, if it makes a difference, my family is nobility on Utveria. Well, at least we won't be met with hostility. That is a nice reprieve. Well, wait, we still could. How does your family feel about you, Fuji? I am one of the more well-liked members of my family. It's my elder sister, Lyra, who is the problem child. Yeah, right, we're probably fine. Make sure to get some more rest and relaxation in while you can. Who knows what the future holds for us? That is all that I have for for you for the time being, gentlemen. Again, feel free to enjoy yourself. <laughs> are we just, like, staring at her? Is she going to have to tell us to leave? What the fuck? Yeah, you guys, like, just all stare at her after, and she, like, starts writing notes down, and she just kind of looks up, and she goes, uh, I'm sorry, were there questions on that? Hey, guys, you want to go to the mall? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the mall. <laughs> let's go to the mall! The mall! <laughs> Johnny is now Robin Sparkles. Yeah, how you guys met Johnny's mother. Um. <laughs> we kind of end fading out uh, into the star ocean as this large amoeba blood cell ship 
known as the Celestial Body, flies through space, hoping to find a new home, reaching out for Utveria as its next destination. The next time we show up, we're going to be corpses in the horror campaign. (laughs) And with that, we fade to black as the ship flies through space. And that, my friends, is the end of Fractured World. Alright, well, if you're still listening to this point in this week's episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for checking out the uh, epilogue here to Fractured World. After this, we are going to be jumping into another new campaign, I believe. So, if you like what you heard, go ahead, please spread the word. There's tons of more new content coming out here every Wednesday. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all them social media sites. Search for Warplord and you will find us. Uh, you can also download the game. If any of this sounds like fun to you and you want to check out a new system, uh, download our beta, drivethroughrpg.com slash, uh, slash Warplords. Now that this campaign is done, if you have questions, do reach out to us, let us know, and let us know what you thought of our first completed game. But be sure to check back in here next Wednesday for more Warplords podcast. Later, Internet. Be safe.